You're Marcus already. I'm not Marcus. Yeah, but that's not his real name. Are you serious? Dave calls him. Wait, did you not know my name was Marcus? Did you think his name was really Marcus? You came to my wedding. I'm off the podcast. <laughs> I'm off the podcast. Wait, all seriousness. Oh my you thought god. my name was the me. whole time. Inception. Holy Toledo. Oh my god. Is your name really? I just blew his pants off. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's keep that to ourselves. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 17 of the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro, and joining me today, two diabolical divers of the deep. We also named start with D, I realize. Dan Clona and Dave Grandma. Hey. Like, well, that's hey. why it's dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, we're just going with the D theme. DM. Yeah. Dinosaur Machines. Dave, Dan, Mark. Yeah. Mark. Yeah. What? I didn't even realize this. <laughs> no. There's so many. Well, it's nice. The Night of Revelations, apparently. It is. You're not <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> and I'm enraged. <laughs> that needs to be the cold open for this episode. If it's not, it's oh, it will be. It will be. Believe me. But anyway, how's it's, everyone it's, doing? How's life? You know, I'm still alive, and I'm excited about that. Usually, are. I'm. Yeah. I'm also still alive. Doing great. But doing great. Why? Why are you still alive, Dan? Why am I? You know, I. I have. I've been avoiding buses, like getting in front of buses. I've That's been avoiding good. them okay. entirely. Because I feel like when you get in front of a bus and it's moving, Bad that's news. like death. That's death. Like, I feel like there's always a percentage of, like, current risk of death at that moment. And, like, once you're in front of a bus, it goes up to, like, 95%. That's kind of thing. When you think about your life in general, everything you do, it's like, what's my current death, like, risk level at this moment? Not the most optimistic lead like into you, our like podcast. It, like, spikes <laughs> stuff like that. It's like well, you're just watching it as you're walking, oh. like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know when you say something but, and you're mad at yourself for putting it in the world? That's me right now. That's it. You're like, there's, there's an app for that? Like you were walking in front of a bus and your sp- your danger spike goes up? What if it goes all the way down? Then you're like, wait a second. I'm just going to stand right here. And then this is the sp- This is where I, I live I shouldn't now. move. Anyway. Anyway, I guess I'll start. I've been pretty good. Um, okay. I feel like we haven't talked about what I've been playing lately. Lately, I've been playing, been playing everything but Destiny. Mark, Yay! believe it or not. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. Pokemon's. Yellow. Like the yeah. old one. Now... What's the new one? What, why like, aren't you just gonna burn yourself out before Sun and Moon comes out? I'm doing one? this because you can transfer your Pokemon from Yellow to Sun and Moon. In my case, Moon. Now is this all on like the 3DS? My yes. brain is just okay. exploding. I did not know this. Yeah, you can like have your starters. So I'm like living the old game over. I never played Yellow before, so you can get all the starters, Wait, and then boom, bring them over to Moon. That's not true for all of them. Like you couldn't have carried all your Pokemon. Not from the games. Game Boy old games. They weren't on the Virtual mm. Console till now. But you probably have to beat Sun and Moon to get them over. Usually that's the case. You have to wait till you get the national decks before you can transfer. Gives you more over. time to get Blastoise Obviously, again. You gotta get the national decks before you move them over, right, guys? Mark knows. Mark knows. <laughs> Mark's a Pokemon master. He's on the Pokemon Master database. I have collected a Pokemon in my time with the that's ball. True. I remember when there was one day where, like, Pokemon Go was, like, a hot thing for, like, five seconds. Came back and, for a second during Halloween. Yeah, just, like, it was. there was one moment, it was like, oh, <laughs> at least in the beginning, and I had it on my phone, and I was, like, a professional development over the summer, yeah. and we had, like, half hour off, like, as a break, and I was just walking around the school, like, going into classrooms, <laughs> catching Pokemon, and people were like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's, uh... You know, some teacher research. (laughs) Just trying to connect to my students, really. Yeah, totally. Uh, That's what I was thinking. Actually, but true story, there was a kid who wrote 
uh, a narrative about a Pokemon battle that he was like, it was like an epic battle. Oh, awesome. And a teacher, the teacher of the class, like, pulled me out of class. I was like, what's wrong? Is this something wrong? She's like, I need you to translate what this is. Oh! <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, this is what You've it's been happening. training your whole life for that moment. And then, I tr- and then I tried getting into how Pokemon is such a great thing for kids to be involved in because it's like the first step into like statistical-based battles and analysis. Wow. Stats, and it's like palatable. And it was just like, stop talking, please. I can't, I can't understand. <laughs> he gets an A. You're done. He gets an A. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what happened. Oh. So, Drew Stabilito, shout out yeah. to you and your Pokemon paper. <laughs> He's going to be really excited to hear that. I'm sure he doesn't listen. Anyway. So, so yeah, Pokemon. So that's me, basically. Pokemon, Sun and Moon, warm up to yellow. <laughs> I got the heads up on Dave now. He's going to like go download the he's old a little, He's a little flabbergasted. It's like, right? how did you let this happen? No, that's all right. I'll still trounce you when it comes to whatever. <laughs> That'll be a taste make a tiebreaker, but I'm going to throw it over to Dave because he's already he's ready to go. I see oh. it. Oh, uh, I'm alive. That's good as well. Yes. And my the reason that I'm saying that I'm alive is that w- we delayed recording mostly because I had laryngitis and was, <laughs> oh. was barely able to speak. You know, and then I had my kid's birthday party, which we decided to give her two parties, one for her friends and then one for family, which just so happened to be at the 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 height of <laughs> this illness, which was great. It was great having both those parties. You're just like yeah. hacking in the corner. <laughs> Happy birthday. I feel like you get sick a lot. You're like a sickly person. That's a, that's a compliment to somebody. Is it? Um, they love it. They love it. <laughs> Wait till your kids go to school. I can't imagine. Well, I see, like, I feel like working in a school, I'm already exposed to so many, like, germs. Nah, it'll be the germs of that school. Ooh. I guess you know, they're, they're you're, different you're, cultures. You're immune to your school's germs, but then your kid will go to a different school, and they will touch everything, and then they'll bring them home. Wasn't that the importance of, like, diversity, and then just Wait. all cultures of germs? So, biologic... If your daughter ever changes schools, you're just going to get sick all over again. My kid's never yeah. going to get school. I make a point. I cough in my daughter's face every day. Good. Cough in her mouth specifically. Just, <laughs> just right in there. She loves <laughs> it. <laughs> she loves it. It's great. Uh, so that's good. You're alive. And you yeah. made it through. What was your favorite part of the birthday party? Was there a piñata? Um, no, there was no piñata. Oh. It was at the Children's Museum. Oh, cool. I know that place. Staten Island. Mm-hmm. And um, I enjoyed what. Uh, okay, so this is what one thing that happened during the party that was uh, pretty hilarious. You know how Sh- Sh- uh, Jen's brother Sean is a big jokester, I love right? Sean. Well, there's this one part of the this this one part of the children's museum where there's these like giant sized toys. Like there's giant dominoes that are like like big mats essentially, okay. and all these other things. But like there was also all these like giant. Kind of like foam like Lincoln logs for a better. Like, um, how big are we brown talking? Pool we're, talking we're talking about like the size of a child, each of these logs. That's pretty you big. <laughs> yeah, like most of them. But they, they built like a house. Interesting. And then Sean, but they didn't make a door or anything like that. And then Sean just started putting all the kids that were in the party into the house oh and they were like loving it. But then he just like walked. Walked away and they're like, "Help! Blow this out!" And it's like, and he's like, "Who put all those kids in there?" <laughs> oh, Sean, he's so funny. Yeah. I love that kid. He's a well, father kid. He, he is a father too. Yeah. It's fatherhood's yeah. catching. I'm the only dad, it. not a dad. 
Well, you're a dog dad, which we discovered. Yeah, <laughs> and you guys are too, which makes me not special. Not as special as you hope to be. But I don't want to take your lightning yeah. away. What are you uh, up to, Mark? I am all... And not Shocker, Marcus. I am also alive. Not Marcus, Mark. That is Sorry. my official name. <laughs> Can't deal with it. What's Revelations today. That's the theme. <laughs> um, I played... What did I play? I played... Uh, I played a little Darkest Dungeon, which got so much like buzz on Steam. <sighs> And then I was kind of, I was like, yeah, I'll wait till it comes out, like, the Vita and can, PS4. Can so you I quickly got... describe this game? Darkest like, Dungeon. Yeah, what kind of game is this? Is yeah. a, our favorite genre on the podcast, the roguelike. I'm done. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a roguelike strategy RPG where the, the whole concept is, like, there's this house that has all these secrets in this dungeon. You have to, like, see how far you can get into it. And you have these, like like role-playing characters so there's like warriors and medics and like thieves and all these different like classes of them and you can recruit them and you can send them into the dungeon and it's set up like like a 2d like four on four but like they're in a row so like guys in the back can you know can only do certain things and guys in the front can only do certain things certain classes can only do some things for certain places and you go as far in the dungeon as you get usually have a goal and it's like a like kind of like a traditional like like turn based RPG at that point, but it nice. also has like this insanity thing going on. Hmm. So the longer there's like a light thing, so you have torches and the torches burn out, and the darker it is, the more insane your characters get. Huh. And depending on what things happen in the battle, they might get more insane. You might lose control of them. They have these moments where then they can maybe like fight against it. Um, I liked it a lot. It's really really good. It's very engrossing. Uh, I think it was just one. Of, you know, like sometimes you have those games. It's like this is not the right game for me at this moment. I liked it. Like, but do you just, think like, you would have liked it earlier or later from now? I, I would have liked it if I had more of a time dump because oh. it's very much your characters are, they level up and they grow, but it is one of those games. It's kind of like XCOM mm. on like steroids where your characters are going to die. Mm. Don't get attached to them. Got it. And so that means you end up kind of getting through these, these stages where, you're leveling up these characters and you get into a, like a hard dungeon and you lose them all. They all get wiped and they're all gone. So you didn't really, you know, it's like that whole ultimate thing about roguelikes. It's like, I feel like I should be gaining something from every round and usually you gain like supplies, right. which you can upgrade things. But I just felt like I need to put a lot of time into this and I don't have that right now. So it was really good, but I, I just kind of walked away from it. It's good to be choosy. Actually, with yeah. This kind and of it was one of those things like my first, uh, experience with cross save i never really did that ah. so like i was playing on my ps4 and my vita and like you just upload your save that's a great feeling I, I kept hearing the problem though i was like what was the last place i played uh. which is the right save i don't remember <laughs> which one's more up to date yeah they didn't have like timestamps. Yeah. it wasn't obvious no you can't see it's just like upload save or play save and i was like oh see when I that doesn't happen one. i'm so put out i feel because like when we play games for the for the podcast i mm. usually like switch between my pc and my mac depending on that week you know and sometimes there's no cross save, and I'm always like, "What? It's the 21st century. What do you mean there's no cross Why don't save?" All my devices speak to each other. Can you just tell point? it? Come party on. hard. <laughs> I'm talking to you, party hard. So, uh, shout out to episode one. Episode oh, zero, episode zero, zero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, most of my time, negative six. I guess you want to call it negative yeah. six. We should release right. those one day. We're really bad on them, probably. <laughs> Because uh, we we're so no, good we now. <laughs> we're the best. We're the best podcasters now. Back then, totally. Damn. Uh, but most of my time has been spent. I beat Rise of the Tomb Raider. Nice. Which 
You know, like it came out on Xbox, and I was like, "Oh, wait till it's on PlayStation." And you did. PlayStation, Good job. And I did. <laughs> and it's been interesting. Like I played a lot of Tomb Raider back on the original, like when it was on PlayStation, like back sure. in the day. And then, um, you know, like I, you could see a lot of like how Uncharted and Uncharted is like my jam, like how that was influenced by Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. So it's been now interesting now, like this Tomb Raiders kind of had this revival like how crystal dynamics and like comparing it to uncharted like how they're taking the action adventure genre like what do they think it really should be so right. no one dog has really gone the story first it's like a movie driven scene by scene we're trying to tell this narrative where tomb raider really is the like exploration it's got rpg elements then like and i've heard people say like oh like lara croft they've really done such a great job with her i think she's so flat in like the, the the last game and now this like she's so like her chest not chest no. well that's the one like the one like <laughs> seriously like the one like feather in the cap i think that's great that they've done is they really kind of like unsexual it was right there i know yeah. i know i get it no absolutely like when we were young you know pubescent men that was yeah, like, we're oh, 14 year old boys of... spoiler alert yeah, but she was like the video game Barbie. Yeah, like seriously, and like that was always kind of thing. Like she was a very sexualized character. And they really kind of, like, of course, she's like a gorgeous British girl now, but like she's not like when all like her costumes and all the different outfits you can have her like nothing is very sexualized about her. It's a good, thing. which yeah, which good. is nice, which I think right. is a great step forward. Um, and so people think like the story like is such a step forward. It's nowhere close to when Eternity does. Like it's very yeah. stock adventure movie thing like it's yeah. and it suffers from the problem of like you know one of the things about naughty dog games like as they're telling that narrative they're keeping you on a pace and i feel like especially like games like skyrim where you're left free to do so many things like the narrative doesn't feel strong if there's 20 hours between story points and that's kind of how tomb raider like the new one felt for me like the story was like meh but the opposite end of that is like what it does is there are these very there are these story points, but then there are these really kind of open areas where there's tons of collectibles and side missions and things you can upgrade and things you can find and like tombs that are basically just kind of like puzzles. So I found myself really kind of engrossed in that stuff. I I really liked it. I beat it. I was thinking I was gonna go for the platinum, but there's this stupid Do score attack it. thing. Nah, it's like there's this. It's called score attack. So you basically have to replay the game in certain sections and they have like points how quickly and how many kills can you get how many headshots they are mm. and, you, and there's a trophy for getting gold on all of them mm. and i just see that turning into such a grind and i, I go again with my the dave grimma method yep. if i don't love it i'm gonna stop playing it yeah. and i really really like it i definitely would have went back and got all the collectibles and got like the, there's one gold for like 100 percenting it forgetting everything and i might have done that but if i'm not getting the platinum it feels kind of like eh. oh really that's see well i mean if it's fun i do it still well it, like... it is fun but then the problem i'm hitting is like let's pull back the curtain right now we're recording in like the thralls of fall so there's you know the the shooter wave is right now like yeah. everyone is talking about battlefield i would love to play that like if the single player is supposed to be good i haven't played a call of duty since like modern warfare 2 i might jump into this new one Titanfall is now on PlayStation. I might be that. Dishonored is around the corner. Final Fantasy 15 is coming. So I just feel like there's too many things to play. Mm, yeah. So instead of okay. kind of grinding it down to like just getting collectibles, if you I don't left get out a the platinum, last Guardian somehow. Of course I is, did. <laughs> I mean, like this game we've been talking about since before. Ooh, we, met. we should do. This is what we should do. Are you ready? 
Tell me what we should do, Marcus. Well, we should pick a release date. Well, no, no, we guess a release it, date? It's, it went gold. It's done. It's coming yeah. early okay. December. Now they have to ship it correctly. But they have on. to ship it. Mm. But again, this is one of the things where we're recording when before it comes out. What is out. shipping? Let's do a, a No Man's Delivered Sky. Digitally? Yeah, let's do a No Man's Sky thing. What do we think the Metacritic score of the last? Oh, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and call hard seventy-five. Ooh, that's not bad though. That's that's a green hard seventy-five. I'm getting a text from one of my co-teachers. Would you consider Jeffrey a major character in drums? That, of course I would. He is the main character. Anyway. Dave, what, what Metacritic score for Last Guardian are you going to prices write us? This is hard. Your review is right. Like, That's what this is called. Is it? I know. This is pretty hard because it's just like you, you feel like it, there has to be so... I'm like, what is the hype window on this guy? Yeah. Oh, it's you know what I mean, like, I mean, it's past. Is, yeah, like, is it is it is it overhyped because it's been so long, or is it got is it so far gone that like that people have low expectations? I have low expectations. I think personally. that totally see, see so do I, right. which is why I think it's gonna have a higher score. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go 82. Ooh. 82. I'm very similar in the Dave thought. I think that. The people who like the people who are gonna rate games have the have lower expectations. Like I don't think most people who work at like Polygon and and like IGN, I don't think they're thinking like, oh, this is gonna be the masterpiece ten ten years in waiting. Right. I think the the general consumer fanboy internet guy does have that, which is kind of what happened with like No Man's Sky. Why people ran away with No Man's Sky? I have no understanding why people thought that was gonna be a game people played for 10, 15 years. I, I didn't see it. Yeah, I played like, it for 10, 15 minutes. I don't want to get into it. Sorry. This, you had, you had, I had like fair. a day. Yeah, I had you like had like a, a day, day where I was like, oh, this game, bro. Uh, and now I'm like, I can't believe I fell for this stupid trick. Yeah. But I don't want to. Anyway, give not to get out of that. Flack uh, so this. I think the Metacritic's not going to be bad, but I think the general reception. You know, it, you know what's funny? Like, So I'm going to go. Wait, what, Dave, what did you yeah, Wait, what's your, what's your score? Come I said 82. 82. And I said 75. 75. Should I split you guys? It's going to $1. Not $1. I'll go <laughs> 99 cents. Wait, what are the rules? Closest without going what? over? No, just yeah. What do you guess the that, score? <laughs> I mean, if we're going prices right rules, yeah. it's closest without going over. Uh, if you're just gonna, or we could just go like essentially closest to cork and just see who gets the closest right. score. I probably would go like seventy nine. I think. Okay, so you're right between me and Dave. So yeah. I can only win if it's like seventy six or seventy four, and you can only win if it's like seventy seven <laughs> or seventy nine. Basically, that is. You did the math there, right there. You got I it. Did. I did. <laughs> I don't know. Like, so. I feel like it's one of those things that it's such, you know, Team Eco was one of those students I feel like got, like. Is it not Ico? Ico. No, Ico. I think it's Eco. No, oh, drunk. no. Eco's from Jack and Daxter. Ico. Whatever it is. Oh, Eco. Oh, yeah. There like, I feel like <laughs> they're a studio that their reputation is actually bigger than their achievements like they i think shadow of the colossus is a undisputed amazing great experience yeah it's great yeah. did you ever play although shadow? I, I, don't know. I played shadow i never, I never finished it. i have them both right there but there i go. never played them in the collection mm-hmm. yeah like i i played shadow before i played eco and i thought shadow was like just because the structure of it like the mm-hmm. the whole nuance of there's no enemies and you're fighting these very like grandiose boss battles and like the world feels so mysterious like I think that's that's I think un- undisputably like I think it's a a brilliant decision to have that world be so vast and yet 
there's only like what how many six bosses uh no there's like 16 i think okay well yeah regardless my point is that like that those are the only enemies in the yeah game. and i think like the designs like unless you count those like lizard things freaking lizards there's too many of them um no like and i think that's a that's a undisputed ps2 but we're thinking like ps2 now like a classic game eco was one of those games that like so many people raved about i played eco i didn't think it was that good i think it was one of those you, games that did you play with the japanese controls i didn't wait what are the japanese controls see the japanese controls because you have to hold that girl's hand right um to to get her to move yeah pretty much yes but in the original japanese controls and you could toggle this on in the in the collection you actually have to hold down the R2 button. You have to hold hands. You have to hold it. Did I? No. Like oh, you no. have. That's how I did play because I remember holding the button as I like dragged her along. Because they felt like that was like more immersive. Well, but apparently they didn't think it would do well in the American market. Well, so it's they one of those made things. Made it just like a toggle on. Off. Yeah, and I could see that. It's like it's one of those things that immersion versus like ease of gameplay. Like it's that mm. it was annoying and. The controls were very finicky. I think it really it's one of those games that just didn't age well. Like for the mm-hmm. time it came out, there is something about Team Ecos or Icos, whatever you want to call them. Their yeah. their worlds that they feel like they do a great job at making you feel like this is a very built thing, and you're just kind of taking a small step into it and kind of seeing a little piece. And from what it looks like, which the Last Guardian, I think it's going to be very similar, and I'm sure it's going to be very emotional. I just think it has it has zero chance of not disappointing people. I think That's as a whole anything lately, but yeah, you're right. I think it's uh, it's gonna come down to is the Last Guardian actually a really strong time capsule for gaming in general because it was conceived during the PS2 era. Mm. I mean, and now we're yeah. just three PS3. Really? It was supposed to be a PS3. We're game. in a PS4. Yeah, so three. Okay, so I it was, think there's no it was, way it was like ten years ago. It was, yeah, it was, it was eight years. years ago. I mean, feels like ten. Yeah. It was Whatever. conceived eight years ago, though, so it'll be interesting to see what... Is it I, really that long? It has it's been. been that yeah. long, yeah. It was the same thing with, like, saying, Final so. Fantasy 15 was Final Fantasy yeah. versus 13. So they'll they'll come out with this game, and it was designed back then, so I'm interested to see how those thought sets play out. Yeah. I, uh, what were you going to say, I was saying, I haven't been paying attention to 15 mm. much at all yet. Is it turn-based? Because I swore off no, Final Fantasy. It's, it's, not, it's, it's an action-adventure uh, game. It's like uh, cooldowns and stuff, though. You know, like it's an yeah. RPG. It's an action RPG. I know. I go. think I'm gonna. Be, I think unless the reviews are really bad, I'm probably gonna play it. So I'll get my report. We'll, we'll once see. I but, get my hands on but it. we are. I think we're the set. The seven remake is gonna break me out of that because of nostalgia. Yeah, because uh, like I want to play that though. But <laughs> I want to play yeah. that really badly. But I don't uh, know if I want to play it. 15. We're gonna have a great conversation about it. We are. But yeah. I think I think we're about ready to start talking about <laughs> tonight's game. About tonight's game, it's which been is a while, yeah. So tonight's game, Abzu, my pick. Uh, yeah, PS4. Is this your I last pick? This is yeah, my you, last pick. Yeah, well, we only right. one game after this. Whose yeah, game is Hall? Mine. Well, it's like VA dash eleven. V four. Oh yeah, yeah. VA eleven. Well, anyway, let's, let's give that game. It's, it's right, well, doing anyway. time. Abzu, Dan, what is yes. this game? Any any descriptions we can use? From the art director of Journey, Abzu is a beautiful underwater adventure that evokes the dream of diving. Immerse yourself in a vibrant, hidden world, bursting with color and life as you descend into the heart of the ocean. But beware as you swim deeper as dangers lurk in the ocean depths. In the depths. This game has been tagged by users with relaxing, adventure, atmospheric, and a great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. I agree with all those. 
I, I would just in case you were wondering about that. Uh, so. Well, that's a great description. Wait, Thank did, you. Thank you. Is, did you have like the steam overwhelmingly positive or? Uh, positive? Oh, right. I always go through this. Right. Well, I'm what curious about this one because I wonder. The, if this is, game has everybody a... loves this game. Recently, oh, 90% of 294 user reviews are positive in the last month. Okay. And very positive overall. 92% overall. So that's a good percentage. This game is well loved in the community. It is safe to say. Well, that's all habala labala boo, Dave. Thanks. Give us the real, the the no man speak here. What is this about? Okay. It's a, it's, it's a, <laughs> I'm laughing it's around. a waste of time. I, I really was like <laughs> expecting Dave like set it up to say it's a game where you swim. I thought I was expecting too. Yeah, no, I just like oh, uh, it, it, it is. It's a game where you swim. Right. That's what it is. The swimmies. It's uh it's you get to see lots of cool fish and you can and you can grab them some of them. Right. Oh jeez. So, and you swim. Well, and you explore. Right. I have a strong feeling I know how Dave feels about this game. So, I would like yeah. to I would like I just, to kick us I'm, off. I it's a waste of time. Well, before before I just I feel like I set myself up for this conversation really strongly because yeah. on a whim before I started playing Abzu. I started playing Journey. Yeah, that's true. You have a good... Yeah, you I started have a playing good Journey, and, and I beat it in a sitting. And, you know, I was hanging out with Amory. She was like, wow, that's a gorgeous game. Look at all the sand. Oh, you, you're flying. Amazing. She sounds like an old <laughs> Italian, man. My girlfriend. Yeah. And um, you got to hear it. It's amazing. And so it's I played amazing. that. I was like, all right, cool. Book closed. Now I see why Mark and Dave yeah. love it so much. And then I played... Oh, no, no, no. I don't love Journey. You don't love Journey? I don't. I thought you oh. did. I take no. that back. Do you? Like I don't understand. I don't understand the point back. of that game. I think it's beautiful. Okay, but I don't understand the point of it. I could probably. And that's how I feel about this game too. Shine some light well, on what I think, but I'll move on. Hold on. So then I played okay. Abzu, yeah. and I'm like, this is made by the same studio. Sure enough, it's by the same no, art director, not, which is enough for me because the whole game yeah. is the art. So mm-hmm. that leads into my whole feeling on this. Um, Abzu to me was a very good soundtrack with a great music video that I played. Yeah, okay. And it was just stunningly that. gorgeous. Like, this game, I, I, I told myself I wouldn't gush about how gorgeous it was because I sound like a weird, like, only positive game reviewer where things are gorgeous and beautiful, but it is. Everything's gorgeous. It is. You yeah. know, you interact with the world, you, you fly around underwater, things are interesting to look at, but the game doesn't really present a lot of challenges. So that's mm. well. That's uh, well, where I where I left its, off. But but yeah, to give it to give it its moment. Like when we're talking about like art design and music. Like the, the when you even read the description, their lead off is from the art the was it art yeah, design art director or? of Journey. Art director, oh, so Journey. clearly, it's the same. It, it feels person. like a game that is very set up t- in terms of art direction. Oh, yeah. Like the the way the things are structured, it is very set up for. I'm trying to create certain pictures that I want you to mm-hmm. see. And like the biggest thing that kind of stuck, I remember staring out to me is that scene where you're swimming with the whales. Right. And yeah. it gives you that change of perspective and yeah. you're seeing the size of them compared to you right. and the different color portions of like the way the palette's going to work with each other. Yeah. Beautiful game. Great music. Absolutely. Very meditative, which is kind of why they set up those like little places where you can kind of just sit and take it in. Like, I think that is, was probably probably like the biggest kind of goals were and i think that in the kind of play to i think a conversation we should have later about this is the gaminess of it is not there this is very much kind of meant to i remember when that game company who made flow flower and journey not this mm. 
like they always describe their games. I remember the phrase is Zen gaming. And I was like, what, right. the, what does that mean? Right. Like, I really like Flower. Yeah, and I think... Flower has a lot more gaminess to it than these other games. It does, but I think they they share a similar DNA where it's, it is not meant to be so like challenging or puzzling. It is, it is meant to be something kind of meditating and experienced, but where in mm. Flower there was a much more wind visceral movement as opposed mm. to especially once you're hitting all those pedals and you have a, a, a like a pace going yeah this is swimming yeah. and not the same kind of speed it is a little bit more plodding so i think it was beautiful i think the music yeah. was great they let you swim faster yeah. but only for a burst a little burst yeah <laughs> yeah but they only let you float like, for so long in journey so it's the same it's like, true they give you this taste of more power movement and, yeah. and just like in journey i'm sorry dave i totally yeah. You said the no, word that's fine. Keep going. Anyway, um, I just wanted your permission <laughs> to keep burst. going. So, yeah. you know, Journey gives you like, oh, you can fly, but you're done. You need to go get some more power-ups from that. And then, I'm, you know, Abzu, you could boost speed. And you're like, yeah, I'm having a great time. But then you're out of it. And you got to earn it somehow. So, like, yeah. they give you this taste of power. And then at the end of it, they uh. deliver to you the full Monty. Like, you could swim as fast as you want. You turn gold, bro. No problem. Mm. You want to go break through that rock oh, that used to I kill never you? Got su- I never got to go supersonic. What's that like? So, Dave, oh, did you, see, you yeah. did not beat it? <laughs> no, I, I, it, it, I was having that terrible of a time. That's bad. Whoa, That's awesome. I was like, every time I, I, I was like, All right. am I going to go down and sit this and not play so, and play this game again? Because it, it didn't how, feel like a game. How far did you get? I was like, I got up to, I was swimming through some ruins and it, I got past a shark that broke my robot. Oh, okay. That's like the first one. Did minutes. you ever get out of the water? You can get out of the water. Yeah. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> just to jump you to the end of the game. I um, Ooh, I swam with like some sea turtles okay. and some orcas. Oh, but then okay. you stopped when the shark destroyed your. Dr- yeah, I got a little past, a little bit past that part. Okay. Like okay. I swam through some ruins. Okay. So okay. All right. So Mark, well, what? Where do you want to start? Or basically, on that point, from. I think it's going to be fair to bring up Journey a lot because mm-hmm. I think I mean the goals yeah. of this game. I figured, figured there's probably a similar arc to it. Very similar, yeah, startlingly uh, similar arc. Yeah. And I mean, the goals of the games are different, but I think Daniel, you're kind of talking about how like you get these bursts of moment. I, I there is that similarity there, and yeah. I think Journey, the way that uh, overall, like, and this is kind of the jumping a little bit. Like, I think Journey's arc and structure. Because of the nature of it, like Journey had one of those brilliant moments where it's like it was the most simple of the game where it starts you off immediately. Where like, okay, I know immediately what my goal is. There's a mountain in the distance with right. a light. Yeah, I need to Gotta get there. Gotta get it. It's shiny and I it need is it. a journey. So it's understandable why it feels like a journey where you're plodding totally. along. I'm trying yeah. to get there. Where with this, you don't really know what your end goal is, and it does it in your right, Dan. It, like especially the end sequence, it is very similar where you get this burst and suddenly it is this feeling of freedom. But because you don't know where you're going and what you're doing, I agree with David. It kind of feels like this feels more of a hindrance and a slowing down of it than it feels like it's worth it. I mean, I guess it works in the sense of it's making you kind of appreciate what you're going around so you don't zoom past it. But I mean, the whole structure of this game is really about appreciating what you see. And I felt like that too, okay? Mm. I felt like I should be enjoying the the scenery of these zones and focusing on that and then there's a part where you're caught up in a current right yeah and you can't slow down slipstream yeah yeah right and there's a collectible on the ground 
that I missed, I and then I was like, F this game. <laughs> You're trying to tell me I should go at my own pace, and then the one time that I can't control the pace, like, I miss a collectible that I had. I only have one chance to pick up? That's no, so funny you mention no. that, because I had the same reaction. The conscious, right? I was really trying to yeah. look for that. I was like, oh, I missed it. Yeah, I couldn't the, get it. So just to fill the audience in a little bit, the game offers to you... Collect- or the so- users, depending on how we view them. Correct. <laughs> the, right. Nice, Mark. Anyway, uh, you can interact with things similar to Journey with like a sonar. Like you send out a wave and things do things. Sometimes fish swim to you. Sometimes things light up. So in this case, conches. You can collect all the conch shells. And something happens. I don't know what. Mark might. Dave definitely I, doesn't. Um, we should look at. You know what? I'm gonna look it up. But that's what happens. Look up. I'm gonna have if you something guys, happens if you get all of them. I doubt there's anything. It, are you swimming or flying or both? Discuss. Probably get a trophy. Oh, the, you know that's actually. I'm glad you brought that up. So, I mean, like the swimming feels good. I thought like it felt. Yeah. There is a natural flow to it. I I hit certain points where like. Because of the inverted, I was like, I keep thinking, like, I'm trying to see certain things, so I kept moving the camera wrong, so I had to kind of adjust that. But no, I thought the swimming overall kind of felt good. And the inverted Y-axis got to you? Just occasionally, where it's like, I need to, because of the moving scenery, sometimes how your perspective is shifting, sometimes I, I kind of forgot how mm. am I supposed to look around. Mm. And especially just kind of how you're flowing through your your, your waves, basically. Yeah. Um. Like, sometimes it kind of messed me up a little bit. But overall, I felt like it felt good to swim. And when there are sections later on where you do get out of the water. Spoilers alert. Well, uh, like, do you walk around? You do what, walk what around, you and you do feel very hindered walking around. Yeah, but I think so that's the point. When you get out of the water, for lack of a better phrase, you feel like a fish oh. out of water because you like... Well, yeah. he's a fish person, right? Uh, it's not like you're a scuba guy. You don't have gear. Well, mm. um... Well, that gets into the story of what this game is. Right. Oh, <laughs> please does. please tell me. I'd like to know. So you wake up, obviously, from what you initially look like a corpse when you first start this game, well, right? diver guy. Yeah, but you well, just like you're floating man. in the water. You look like someone who drowned like, and then something... Really? To me, you just kind of look like a, a toy... A toy scuba guy. That's what I would go with. Toy scuba man. So you scuba had, Steve, if you will. <laughs> as you go through the water, Dave, you, you find more animals, you find this and that, and then you start to see some alien-looking structures. Mm. And um, What some, you must have seen. Wait, you must can have I ask saw another, Can I ask you a question? Uh, another question? You can grab onto some of these bigger fish. Absolutely. Yes. Right? And, and smaller them. ones. Like, is, there ever a, is there ever a reason to do that? Trophies. Yeah, you can. <laughs> that, is that the only reason, though? Uh, that's like, all I don't know. So you yeah. you can you can unlock the like you basically catch them essentially like you document that fish like it puts the name at the bottom. So like it gives you the credit. So you like you know. Wait, going back to the conch thing, Dan. Any any. So it looks like you get a white suit. Oh, like like Journey when you get the white scarf. Yeah. So uh, that's what it seems to be probably ultimate speed throughout the whole game, right? Yeah, because when you had the white scarf in Journey, you can float forever. Yeah. I'm glad that yeah. the art director really tried something brand new with this game. But um, yeah. Well, so, <laughs> anyway. So anyway, so you go through the game, you go through the water, you you find aliens. This guy, he loves dressing in white, and this is this is a way that's he his... puts himself into the game. <laughs> his power suit. He he's power suiting up. And, and as it turns out, the shark, um winds up trying to help you Mm. and the alien structures are not there to help you and you slowly learn that you're but they open the coral doors you slowly learn that you're talking about the triangles right yeah the triangles are bad that's interesting you think they're alien well they're not they're not from the earth 
Well, keep keep going, keep going. I don't you talking about those little robot things that open the coral doors? Yes. No, no, mm. these are your friends. But there's the like a bad guys. version of the. But robotic the shark stuff. breaks one of those. Because yes, he's a shark. He yeah, so, but you said that it's an alien thing. I thought it was just like. I thought it was just like a robot. All right. See, here, he uses a laser so, and opens the like, we dive into the story now? Hey, dive. So, so <laughs> Dan, little robot guys, you. Right. So how did you kind of see who are you? Well, like, what is? what did you see so, him as? This, this is, I love Dan's interpretation of things. I love Dan's. You're, you're a corpse. You're a and corpse? then you find alien stuff. <laughs> I'm the best. I'm like, this is, a, I didn't play this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look like a corpse when you start. So, because you like, corpse they're man. drowned. So it looks as though something <laughs> activated you. And you're born from the world. <laughs> Dave, Dave's having a little fun with this. I don't know if I like Dave who doesn't beat these games. I think I like it better when I don't beat these games. <laughs> um, essentially, you just seem like a good robot, and there's like bad robot aliens type situation, and you learn that the shark is a jerk when he kills your robot. Oh, really? Right? But then later on, shut up. You go into this alien. It looks like an alien ship. Everything's triangles. And then if you swim into these floating little triangles, they electrocute you. Electrocute mm. you. What, what did a triangle do to you? It, well, it electrocutes you. <laughs> That's what okay. I'm saying. So you find out these are bad. And then you find like the base of these, which looks like a big version of those triangles. And then the shark's like, yo, that's bad. I'm going to swim into it and try to kill it. It dies. And then... The story, the story, yeah. So you slowly build a friendship with this shark until it dies, and then it comes back as a spirit shark. And then I kind of lose track of the story at that point. Mm. But it seems that there's like good aliens, bad aliens, good robots, bad robots, or maybe I, we were part of the bad robots, but we changed and now we're a good robot. I can't quite put it together, but we're so, we're Mark, related. Did for you sure. have the same interpretation? Well, here's what I did. You no, I didn't. Okay. He called up the journey okay. guy. He said, Listen. "As the journey guy, anyone a hundred percent journey in here?" No, I no. Oh, too. <laughs> I might have no. So, the structure of this game very similar to Journey and Journey, and it shocks me, Dave. That you, Dave, did you play that game in one sitting? Journey? No, I did. Yeah, I I, did I. I took a break. I mean, I beat it like in a weekend. Okay. But, like, I didn't yeah. beat it in one sitting. Oh, I apologize. I beat um, Abzu in a sitting. I beat Journey in three. Oh. I was the only one to beat Journey in one sitting? Okay. Well, I, did you beat Abzu in a sitting? No. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> well, I think the Journey the Journey and Abzu are trying to do very, very similar things in different ways. And I think Journey mm. has a leg up on it in terms of the structure of it is so simplistic and straightforward mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. get to the mountain and it turns into this beautiful metaphor of life and death and the people you meet along the way who you know but you don't really know. And I think it, it, I think it's one of those games that the more you play it, the less impact it has. Like if you play it in, yeah. in that one moment, it's like a perfect little thing that in memory that like people... I know especially like for... Just from listening to people and like reading things about... Especially after the game came out, like it was an IGN game of the year. That people who kind of just... In, experienced it and walked away then it had something special and I think this game is trying to do something similar but doesn't land as well but like Journey when you like hit segments and stuff like that you like learn more about like the the, the people that you are oh, and the experience that you're going that, through <laughs> and here in in this game you like 
get to a, a like a Stonehenge thing and you activate the life of that system and more fish swim out. It's not the same. It isn't. And I think it's, and I remember from Journey, it's like, it had the benefit of you're on this journey and you're like, you don't know really what the journey's about, but then you hit these mm-hmm. temples where you see these pictures of all these yeah. other people who are going on the journey and you kind of eventually, it's almost like a pilgrimage getting to yeah, that. Right. Pilgrimage is the and term that I would so use. And so when that happened in this game where you hit similar temples with these walls, I spent probably 10, 15 minutes just looking at the pictures on the wall trying to figure out, okay, what are you trying to tell me right now? All right. Because the basically the... the Stop me if I'm wrong, but like the structure of this game is you swim into an area, you activate these little pools where sometimes fish come out, Yeah. you get to the end, and then you go into this weird, you revitalize a little place, and then you go into this weird mystical kind of thing where you don't know if you're swimming or you're flying or something, Right. and then you put something from inside you into this little ball, and then you go in a temple, then you go in the next area and it keeps doing that. So Fair? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think you guys are downplaying the journey of Abzu, though, because well, the, at that the, point, the, yeah, you know, grabbing the whatever you are, you're a robot. You find out, Dave. You find out you're a robot, you're a robot because spoilers. yeah, you are. Sorry, yeah. I left that out. So when the shark kills itself to help you, you get badly injured, and then you see your innards a little bit, and it's like a robot frame. Right. So oh, that's, you're you're that's cute. you're a robot. So. And then um, a robot who gets to swim, right? That's, that's right. only that's well, the old robot's only purpose. So anyway, you, I think it feels as though you're there to revitalize something that was like because the the fish you you see when you insert this globule into these temple areas look like like the spirits of like great whales, fish you don't run into mm. on the norm in the game. Fish and that the are end, gone, that it turns into extinct. dinosaurs, basically. Right. Was, so like yeah. you you're revitalizing something. Or the right. Earth and the Earth's animals, and it looks like technology well, mm, killed it. It seems like it seems like you're re- restoring right. the ocean. You right. are, right. which is a very flower storyline in terms right. of you yeah. going through those areas and revive. Like it starts off, but then you go through those dark areas. Right. So I felt I felt like this game was really kind of hodgepodge of those two games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what I put together of the story, and this is from all again those little temples looking at things. Like I didn't yeah. really get anything until. There's that ocean sequence where it's like lighter. It's like a like a pinkish almost. Yeah, I remember that part. Once you get past that point, I found on the I saw on the wall there was, you know, when you get to the end and there's like a pool. I, and this is before you revitalize the area. There's just like a circle of color. Yes. yes. That's on one of the walls, mm. and you see these these people kind of like with these vases. Like pouring water into the ocean, and I, I was just looking. I was like, "What the hell, hell are they doing?" But then I realized what they're doing is they're actually, and this made the little pots make sense to me. Was there actually there is this life force, whatever this planet is, there is a life force that's giving life to this ocean. Mm-hmm. And what they were doing is not pouring water into it; they're taking it out. Uh-huh. So this whatever this thing is, it's giving life to this whole ocean. So they're they're taking energy out of it. And then eventually, I can't remember if it's that temple or it's the temple after it, you start getting introduced to these triangles, which you have on you, which you kind of see with the little robot things. And it seems like, okay, so these people are using this power source to kind of extrapolate power, and this power gives life to everything. But -hmm. then they get to a certain point where these triangle things, that's like the next step. We can get more power from these things by using the triangle things. 
So they start using mm-hmm. these vases, and you see the little vases kind of like scattered around, but then they have these sure. these triangle things that would seem much more efficient. Okay, and then, but it's probably destroying the life in the water. Which is what it turns into, that it's yeah. it's the oversaturation of it. And then, so then when I was thinking, okay, so we then... We got too greedy. Yes, and it turns in, basically that's what it turns into. So then yeah. who you are as a robot, like... And it was like, okay, so if he's a You're robot, like, he's really just the next iteration of the triangle. So they found, okay, we can use these triangles to extrapolate power, but then we can also, and then that makes me think of, there's but one. But isn't he, if he, isn't he restoring life? Yes. Well, on that point. Is, are, is he doing the opposite of his job? Well, no, because there's one mural where they show the giant triangle on the wall, but then they show... You know, like, he looks similar to a lot of the figures, but then there's one particular picture I remember where, like, okay, that's okay. me. I'm not one of those. I am something different. And then it made sense when you find out he's a robot that he has this ball of light in his hand where yeah. it seems like almost, I think, if the triangles were stage one, he's stage two where he can now produce it. Whatever is coming from that original source, he can now create it. So then when you give life back to things, when you go into that circle and he goes through you're those returning orb it. things, you're mm-hmm. returning it back to where it came from. Right. So his mission is basically to undo what those machines did. And then that makes so kind it's of... It's like Wally, except in the ocean. Absolutely. And it's it, it turns into that kind of, um, <laughs> you know, pro-planet that we have kind of abused the planet now. And then like when you go into the end sequence where you have the triangles and mm-hmm. you're now covering them when you kind of turn them off and they cover with like reef and coral and moss, right? Like it's, you're restoring what you've kind of destroyed. And that's kind of, I think that basically what the story and the message of this game is mm-hmm. that it is a message about, you know, climate change, abuse of the planet yeah which i feel is very relevant right no it's very yeah. relevant and then it makes it even cuter that this robot whose job it is to clean and fix the ocean goes ahead and plays with the fish yeah and it's like, like it's, that you can that you can go up and jump out of the water and they follow you yeah and, and it's the appreciation you know. for the life in the ecosystem mm-hmm. and the things that this is and that, which comes through with the art direction yeah and i think it, it's it's a good like it's one of those. It's a beautiful message. It's just not a fun game. And that's yeah, when I think it's not to get to the final point. And I think this brings up the bigger conversation about game versus experience. Oh, totally an experience in my yeah. Opinion. And I think that and, and it's interesting. And that's how yeah. I felt about Journey too. It's like personally, I just felt like this. I'm, other than jumping and avoiding getting seen at times, was the game. Yeah. Right, well, now, let me let me let me stick with you there for a second. Like, do you do you do you think generally when you think of your taste and stuff, like, do you think there are games that are strictly experiences that you enjoy, or do you think you are strictly you're a gamer because you like games? See, I loved Firewatch. Was that a game? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Firewatch that was a walking simulator well, I think, game, and there's is... a lot of conversation and stuff. By like definition, that, like... I think they're all games, but I think okay. it's, just, it's part of this conver- the bigger conversation of the evolving definition of what a game is. Right. Uh, games and I are, think this is a game, but yeah. it doesn't have any gaminess. It's a it's a I game mean, like, for I guess, sure. It's just that like yeah. I think the the ominous narrative brings a big focus to the lack of challenge. Mm. I think Firewatch succeeded to get. I mean, uh, more. I more mean, acclaim. there's no there's there's like no challenge to Firewatch. It's no. just it's just a conversation. It's just right. like a walking sim combined with a conversation. Right. 
Uh, but, the, but the feedback that you seem to love about yeah. Firewatch was the conversation, right? Like yeah, the story was, was a reward the, to you. Conversation with Delilah, right? Yeah, and, and that, the visuals, well, the visuals were a, a plus, right? You know, but that's not what got you through the game. You got through the game because you wanted to learn more about what would happen. And I guess yeah. I feel the same way about Abzu. Is that like I got through it because I wanted to make sure I beat it for the podcast, but also like <laughs> I, I felt like I wouldn't feel accomplished. Like, I didn't feel mm. like I was like, oh, yes, I'm saving the ocean. I'm really getting something from this. I was like, this is pretty, whatever. This is actually really pretty. Okay, cool, I'll finish this. You know, I didn't, yeah, I I didn't mean, like... I thought it was. I thought it was a pretty game, but, like... Yeah. What is... What is that? Yeah. Like, yeah. That, you know? that, to me, the reward wasn't enough to make me love it. Yeah. And I guess that's the, the, down, the downside to me. I think it, it plays into... For these... Because I think the walking sim... Is, I mean, mm. I, I think I probably people are gonna yell at us for this, but like, I hope I think they do. This is, <laughs> I think this is more of a like a recent thing. Like, I can't remember mm. ten years ago ever having walking sims. Mm. Like, mm. it's a more of a PS3 PC kind of. I don't even think PS3. I can't think of like like it's... the first game I remember considering a walking sim was mm. Dear Esther. Have you guys ever played I never Dear played Esther? that one. No, I never played that one. I was. I remember hearing so much like buzz about it. Like, oh, it's such a great yeah. game, and it's you literally walk from location to location. And you're hearing this narrator talk, right. and you're trying to figure out. You have control of where you go, and it will actually. See, but you heard points. a narrator talk. Right. I'm like, this is like this is so. This game is so abstract that like they want you to build your net na- the narrative, right. you know, yeah, on your own and come up with it. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't know if it's that I need to be force fed or something like that. Like, like. I don't know if I want to work so hard for your story. Like, mm. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially no, if, like, if, if it's something that I, I can do at my own pace, then like, like you're supposed to, like, I, I felt like Abzu and journey are like, Oh, you can go at your own pace. But at the same time, it's like, why, why slow down? Yeah. Like there's no, there's no there, reason to, yeah. There's, there's yeah. nothing to like find. There's no like, little well other than like trying to read the hieroglyphics on the wall which i yeah. think were the most interesting part of abzu at least right you know yeah and i think it's like i to perfectly honest like i i in it's hard to say like did i enjoy this game as we start kind of like wrapping this up like i in i don't think i remember this took me several sittings not because like i didn't have the time because i'm like all right i feel like this is a good stopping point right. i was never really engrossed with it as opposed to like, mm. like journey i felt very engrossed because i knew what my end goal was in the beginning i need to get to that yeah. mountain and it was the question yeah. of what's, like, gonna, what's happen? gonna happen when i get, when Ex- I get to the mountain right. exactly where this is like what is happening i'm floating through it it was very meditative i enjoy those moments where you get to sit on the shark and just kind of observe the things going around you but I felt very aimless about it until the end, mm. and I started getting through the temples, and I was like, okay, there is a story here. Right. And I think it, it goes back to, like, the, the power of those walking sim games, and spoilers, yeah. I'm playing right now, there's a game I'm going to pick for next season that's a walking simulator. Hopefully it goes over better. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> but I think this is a game that falls in that mold where it is, the there is no gaminess to it. It is trying to tell you a story and give you experience. It almost reminded me of, like, a... Like an IMAX movie at times, like you yeah. know those like IMAX like oceans yeah. of the deep, yeah, at, like yeah, yeah, Liberty yeah. Science but, Center or something. Right. And I know, but like, and I was thinking about that too, and how engrossing those can be. Yeah, but like, but even then, it's what's the point? Is, what, what, you go to an IMAX thing and you're under the water, and they're teaching you something, 
And usually it's probably like a half an hour. Right. I'd get bored if I was in an IMAX theater about some fish for two two and a half hours. Totally. So this game's about two and a half hours. Yeah. Right, because there's no right. narrator telling you about the things you're seeing. Mm-hmm. It's really that art direction where it's trying to create these very stunning images. And I think they were there, like the whale thing mm-hmm. that was to me, where there's that point where the How fish How big of are a whale are we talking about? Massive. Like, it's a whale. We're talking like a blue yeah, whale? No, like a, a blue whale. And they do such a great whale job. Or something. Okay. Yeah, like they do such a great job to really emphasize the aspect the ratio of you versus them. I might, yeah. I might have to go back and just, just to reach the I just re- I remember that being like, this is stunningly beautiful. Yeah. And I, and the yeah. other thing that I really remember was when you see the, the fish swimming in the circle. Like, yes. yeah, I got up to the circle fish like and I that, was like, I didn't know where to go. Yeah. Like, I honestly, I got to a point where I was like, where do I go? Like, what's the point of it? <laughs> I hit the same exact place, so I started swimming through yeah. them. And I think... You could tell, like, that's why they start off the description again, like, with that art direction, because this is a game about building visuals, and I think for the most part, mm-hmm. that wasn't enough to really keep me engrossed, right. and I mm-hmm. did feel like it was a little bit of a slog, and then when you get to the end sequence where, you know, you're rebuilding things, and it has that journey sequence where suddenly mm-hmm. the shackles are off, and you are flying or really swimming really fast in these sections, yeah. I felt like I was trying to do the same things, and it didn't have the same impact, so... I think it was. It's a game that does try to send a message to give an interesting experience, and it, mm-hmm. it's and, beautiful and, and the music's great. But I think overall, like I didn't love it. I would uh, say, yeah. yeah. Um, it is important to remind people about the life that's in the ocean and that we can't take it for granted. Absolutely. Right. And I, yeah, the message of it. Yeah, right. the message is but, great. But I kind of like I'm swinging the same banner as you guys. Like I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I wanted to finish it, and I did. But it definitely, like, there was, by the time I was done, I was like, oh, my God, just end. I get it. There's conches, there's fish. Let's save them all. I'm a robot. Cool. Like I'm a robot. Yeah. And I, I guess I was, like, I, I guess I realized I, I feedback in video games is really becoming more important. Like, mm. you know, the, the what I get from it. Um, the visuals are great, but I guess, like, the aimlessness really left me hanging. And that, that part kind of set me off a little, too. On that point, because I was just thinking of that, like, I, Dave, you played Flower. Dan, did you play Flower? I didn't. Why does that game feel better than this, then? Because I feel Flower is very aimless. But that game felt way better than this. It's not so aimless. Is it the speed? I mean, it's somewhat the speed. It's not, I I disagree with its aimlessness. Because you are, you, each board that you're on has a goal that you need to, like, gather all the pedals. Right. Right. So that, that right there but is like, more of a target. Than so we you were already giving. have a gameplay. Yeah. You have right. gameplay. Okay. And then while you're doing that, you you get to experience the visuals. Like uh-huh. the gameplay here is like press X to swim faster. There's no right. establishment of an understanding goal. Yeah. Like I yeah. would have liked it if it was like find all of the ten corals that are gold in this area, yeah. and like or it would even, have given me something to look for. Even make it like f- somehow fish related you know right. like fine um because i do i i get concerned sometimes as a as a gamer about how much violence we play i know you do right <laughs> and, I, and i and i'm always looking for like how do they make this game without violence right you know and and i even like i question like mario is almost just like cartoon violence yeah it is you know? it's definitely cartoon right yeah. but so i'm I'm always like my best example of a game without violence is what like Tetris, like a puzzle game, mm, or yeah. 
even I like Katamari, but it's like there's some silly violence. Yeah, I mean you're rolling a ball around rolling up people. onto people. Yeah, yeah. Katamari is one of my favorite. You don't kill games. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, if you think about it, you you don't really kill anything, but at the same time, you kind of do. You obliterate like, everything. You, I get it. You, <laughs> you, you roll everything into a ball, and then you throw it into space as a star. That's not that's not that's not, a, that's not peaceful. Is it your is point. not peaceful yeah. at all. <laughs> but um, I mean, I I love those games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but not this. But my point is like, no, I. Yeah, but not this, not this. There's no point to the game. I, I yeah. think that's maybe the, the the final point of it. Like, and I think it's perfect for it that that's what held this back. They needed to better establish what is the point of me swimming. All right. Yeah. yeah. I would have liked. It's it like if there was some sort of. What I was gonna say. I'm sorry, Dan. Let me just. You you can now cut this me is, off. Yes, go ahead. Cut okay. off. Is <laughs> is like you know that scene in the movie Big. Never when seen it. They're trying to tell, sh- show the toy. It's like a building that turns into a robot, and he's, you know, he's an overgrown kid, and he's just like, "But why? Why is it fun? Why? You know, it's like why?" And they're like, "What do you mean why? It's a, it's a toy. They'll play with it." He's like, "No, but a building doesn't do anything. Like it'd be cool if it was a bug. It was a, a bug does something." You know? <laughs> That's actually really good metaphor. <laughs> I think. <laughs> What were you going to say, Dan? Your final point? I was yeah. going, like, Dave gave me a cool mechanic of what could have made this interesting earlier. It's like, I like having to find fish to grab onto. And <laughs> that sounds so weird when you say it like that. I love grabbing onto fish. I, I just go to Chinatown fish. and I just, Part like, grab a salmon. And it would have been interesting mm-hmm. to, like, build a combo multiplier that would have gotten me through an area. Like, you can only get through, like, over this reef if you can grab onto, like... 10 swordfish that are going in that direction and then they'll launch you over if you build or up enough like, speed. Or if somehow, like, after you grab onto the swordfish, right. you know, other fish become available to grab. Like, you mm-hmm. almost had to, like... Build it you up. Know, like, earn yeah. your way and up. And then, like, when you grab the big fish in the area, then that bursts you through the wall instead of a robot that shoots a laser right. through coral. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so there was... You know? I feel like there was a lot of game that could have been there. But again... The creator might not have wanted that. They just right. wanted us to swim freely in the ocean and figure it out, which could have been the message, but I think we're, we're responding to that message now. Right. All right. Well, boom. Abzu. Yeah. Eh. All right. <laughs> not bad, but not great. You're worse than... It's like Journey in the water, but worse. Yeah. All right. So before Journey or Abzu, pick one. Journey. Journey. Okay, and... All right, cool. So I feel the same way because like if I I never played Flow, but I would definitely say Journey no. Flower Abzu. Okay, the yeah, the extra yeah. element of those people first. showing up when I played Journey that blew me away. I was like, is that an NPC? Is that yeah, a player? It, What's game, going on? The game is untouchable. Anyway, so so yeah, I just wanted to <laughs> just wanted to ask. <laughs> Go on. Okay. All right. Final uh, final segment of the night, the trivial speaker. Oh man. Da, 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 da. I, think, I think I just did a McDonald's like yeah. jingle. <laughs> I think we're going to get sued. Come at us, McDonald's. Curse scoreboard is Mark, one. Dave, awesome. two. Stinky. Dan, mm. one. That's but okay. Dave can't get a point tonight because it's his trivial taste maker. Yeah, so throw it to you, boy. Okay. So, Mark, Dan destroyed you. So badly in the last music challenge so that, I, that I did. Very true. I don't, you guys, I don't like that. That I'm giving you an opportunity for redemption. Are you going to do another music I am, challenge? I have, you, you are getting another music oh, challenge. Oh, jeez. All right. Now, 
So the rules are you're playing a music from a video game. We have to name the video game. Yes. Okay. It's just whoever blurts and it out first. Those are the rules. Whoever blurts it out first wins. <laughs> if, after like, let's say, X, after some point in time, if you guys don't get it, then, um, and then I'll just tell you guys, you know, you guys can give up. Okay. You know? How obscure did you go? I hope not obscure at all. Not that, not, not that obscure. You guys are You know, it's, I feel like, you know, like I, it's one of those things like, I think I know music, but Dan knows more. <laughs> I love video game music. I I was really impressed by how well Dan did. Yeah, these those songs were on for like well. a, a half a second. I was like, he he knows it already. <laughs> All right, well hey, he's a musical genius. I'm gonna get real serious about this. All right, here we go. He's a musical genius. Hold on, I must shot water out of my nose because he's a musical genius on a podcast that's recorded. Spit take out of your nose. Okay, so how many how many songs are we getting? I believe I've selected like nine. Nine? Oh, okay. sugar. Okay. We'll see. All right. This is going to be like a right. two hour podcast. Okay. I love it. That's no, fine. It's like no, this is an hour and 45 minutes. All right. I'm, I'm listening <laughs> intently. It's a big difference. First song. <laughs> we don't hear anything. I hear nothing. Oh, Final Fantasy VII. There you go. <laughs> yes. That's the Turks, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. It's such a great song. Okay. Dave, next time, Mike, to the... <laughs> He's giving you direction. We had, couple, to we had a couple seconds to muteness. You're doing, you're doing great, Dave. Believe me, it's... Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. So that's one for Mark. I just flexed my ears. One for Mark. I'm getting. I'm putting my hands on my this one's. This one's a deep dive, okay? Oh. I don't know. Just, just to warn you. Oh, God. Hold on a second. Oh, I know this. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Nope. Oh. Uh, it's Mega Man. No. Nope. What? Let's give up. It's a Ninja Gaiden, is it? No, it's not Ninja Gaiden. But it's that era. Yeah, you it's know? an NES game. I played this game whenever it is. Yeah. I used to own it, so I think you played it at my house. I'm going to stop it now. It's just uh, the main theme from Bionic Commando. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that. I wouldn't have gotten Commando. that. Mm. I don't like that one. It sounded so close to Metal Gear for a second. It's that beginning part. It's like... <laughs> it sounds very Ninja Gaiden, right? Yeah. That I drum is going nuts. Running to the field, like they did in Super okay. Time Force Ultra, which is what happens in the ending. And I should have a point for it. Yeah, they make a decision. Whatever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Listening. Oh, Earthbound. Sonic. There you go. Earthbound. Oh, yeah. This is this is all coming up mark right now. This is what's happening. That's all. That's. I love that song. Oh, so good. You never beat that okay. Dave, did you? I'm playing. <laughs> no, I didn't. Dave, you're playing right now. Yeah, I was gonna surprise you. <gasps> so that's two from two from Mark. Wait, that's you're hard. The lead right now, Dan. You have to beat it because Dave's never beat it. I know. I want to get ahead of him. <laughs> on one game. Oh, shut up, shut up. I want to get this one because you beat right, me. I hate go. that. Here we go. Listening. Oh, oh no. Journey. 
There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Dan. Sounds like violins, baby. <laughs> Coming up on you, Mark. What two a great to one. opening like song that game has. Uh, two to one, Mark's in the lead. Dan's coming up close on his heels. Shh, shut your face. Okay. Is this that game with the cat guy? Max and... Which? That Grim Fandango. It is Grim Fandango. Yes! So close. David, did you think, wow, Dan's so close right now? Yeah, <laughs> I did think that. <laughs> I just think it's like, oh, jazzy. Still an undead here. Three. <laughs> Mark. Three. Three for Dan. One. Wait, so that's the... Two, three. How many? That's the fifth I have song? four. I have four more. We didn't I, get that. You guys didn't get one. All right, all right. Just making sure. I want, okay. I want the clinch, baby. I'm not going to let okay. that happen. Okay. Okay, I'm deciding which one I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with this one next. Okay. Oh, error occurred. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know this song. I didn't play it that long ago. Vector Man? No. Oh my god, what is this? I'm gonna hate uh, myself when I You guys are gonna hate yourselves if you don't get this. Oh, um, Crypto Necrodancer. There you go! Episode Mark, two, you baby. talk too much while the songs are on. Okay, sure, I did. You just have to hear just that. Shut up. That man. Four. <laughs> Mark, mm. true story. Dan that's won. the first episode Dan started playing Chrono Trigger. Um, that's not true. <laughs> Way before that. Wait, this is Sonic the Hedgehog, Marble Zone. That's correct. That is the Marble Zone thing. Even it's starting to be right now. Or two. Oh, Mark, did you have a Genesis? No, but I played Genesis at Billy McAvoy's um, house. Shout out to Billy McAvoy. <laughs> <laughs> he had that like game where it was, like you wear the different like masks and you're like a kid and you had like different classes you took on. I don't know what the game was. Zelda? It was, no, it was like a uh, something. I don't know. Anyway, so no pressure, but I just want to point out that um, if I don't get this one, you punch. Mark, you have four, and. Dan has two, and I only have two more songs selected. Interesting. Great. So, so let's not get into a tie. <laughs> so I have to lose so that you don't have to go pick a new no, song? No, I, I, I have another song okay. that I could pull out of my rear. Ew, oh, you know. that's gross. Anyway. I need to go. What the hell? It sounds like jungly. There's no sound. Oh, um, I know this game. I know you both have played oh, this game. Oh, no. What is this? Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. It's Chrono Trigger. No, it's Resident Evil. Nope. It is oh. Resident Evil. Oh, that is the music. 
That's the music that plays in the save room. Yes. Oh. I lose. How's it feel, Dan? Does it feel good? Feel Which good is funny because when I was a kid, I used to get it confused with a song from this game. Which I'm going to play for you guys. Um, when I was a kid. I used to think this was the same song as that Save Room song. This sounds <laughs> clearly it's not. That's Chrono Trigger. No. No. Everything's Chrono Trigger. Everything's Chrono Trigger. I, I understand what you're saying. It sounds like the Shishalos theme, but it's... Obviously, it gets a lot more chipper, but I thought it was just like a repeat on that opening part. But what is this? This is the one of the songs from an ice board in Donkey Kong Country. Ah, Donkey Kong Country. What a good game. Yeah. Well, I'll take my point. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> mm. So, Redemption. Enjoy That's how it. it is, baby. Enjoy like your fault. At least I got one of your favorite games and you didn't. That's true. Mm. But this was fun. I, I like that one. That was good. I bet. I bet you like that one. You didn't like last time. <laughs> you know, same game. I so now the scoreboard. Tried to, make, tried to make it extremely fair. I didn't want to favor anyone. You know? uh, yeah, that was pretty fair. Except I... I lost, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so, the according, so that brings the scoreboard 2-2. Two, two. So, Dan, if you win next week, we have a super mega tire tiebreaker. Again. Again. So that leaves it on... I guess that's you, So, correct? But if da- it'll be my question, and if well, Dave gets it, a silver then monkey. Dave gets a silver monkey. We're going to have to yeah. figure out how to do a three-way tie or just give each other the reward. I think if it's a three-way tie, we got to go back to... Uh, hot potato. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, it actually has a name. Yeah, it's and I'll hot tell potato. you next time. I, no, well, yes, but there's like a name. Oh, okay. Well, Shiritori. you don't mean hot potato. You, you're, talking about, like that? Maybe, maybe, you're talking about the ge- geography game that we were playing. Well, yeah, because that's how I used to play. But we call it hot potato game, hot potato, <laughs> and everyone research your whys, and we'll be okay. Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, uh, Yakuza. You can't get a head start. <laughs> this isn't counting. I'm telling you right now. That I'm going to prepare just in case because I will not. Good. Be... Yeah. Dan is not getting another silver monkey. I don't know. I will. Watch. I know. That's a good way to I believe it. You know, mm. It's like when that guy was swimming against Michael Phelps. The guy was looking at Michael Phelps. He wasn't looking at the finish line. He lost. I see what you did. Don't there. look at me. I'm Michael Phelps. <laughs> the, the important part of that is spoiler alert. Michael I'm Michael Phelps. <laughs> All right. Well, this was episode 17 of the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, uh, we would appreciate it. Any subscribes, any comments, any readings, anything would be great. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud. Stitcher now is a new thing that we're on, which is fun. Podcast.com. Podcast.com. Maybe some Twitters if you want to find us there. We're Dino underscore Machines. You can follow me. I'm at Magrocrag. And I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. And I'm at Mac with a K at the end. Don't forget that K. Because uh-huh. yeah. it's like it's not mac and cheese. No and this is the Dinosaur Machine <laughs> Game Club Podcast. Have a great night. Thanks ah! for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye.